We are here. We're here. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Our basketball teams, maybe not so much. Yeah. But we're here. You're all here. Um, Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a crazy, crazy holiday season. Um, I mean, how, how, how you been, how the holidays go for you? Man, it was pretty good. Um, spent some time with family on Christmas, spent some time on New Year's, you know, the, you know, the regular, watch some basketball, watch my team lose on Christmas, <laughs> saw some good games. It's pretty, it's pretty good holiday. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too you? bad. Uh, fairly similar. My, uh, my pops flew out. So he's, he's been out here through Christmas and New Year's. Um, so just kind of some, some family time, um, as always with the holidays also had some gigs too. So I had the, the new year's Eve shit and everything. So trying to stay busy, trying to stay busy while, uh, I mean, I, I can't complain as much as you because at least the Knicks did, did do some winning in there. They did. Um, they did. So basketball wise, I suppose I can't complain too much. I mean, we definitely have to talk about Luca because the, the funny thing is, so I, I listen to a lot of New York sports radio. So yeah. WFAN in New York, um, listen, listen to that shit all the time. And, uh, there, there were a lot of New York fans that were really, really pissed after the Mavs game. And, you know, I, I get it. It was pathetic. However, at the same time, my personal favorite player is Luca. So even though he single-handedly dismantled the Knicks and the Knicks blew, you know, what, what was that stat? Teams were like 0 oh, for yeah. 13,800 or some shit like that when, <laughs> when you're like down by 12 with 30 seconds left or whatever yeah. it was. Like That stat was insane. That is... That is <laughs> absurd. And of course it would be Luca. But to like to just watch what he did that game, I wasn't even that mad as a Knicks fan. Like Yeah, you're, you're really we're crazy. a five hundred basketball team. Like at the end of the year, we're going to be within five games above or below five hundred is what I fully expect. So I expect to lose games. And if you get to watch history, maybe not be on the best side of it happen. <laughs> like I can't complain, yeah, you know. Man. What I love about him the most, and you know, to me, the player that I would their their games are not similar at all by any means. But the player that I would relate him to currently in the league is Steph, because to me, they are the the like they have this God given gift to put the ball in the basket. It doesn't always need to look pretty. It doesn't matter where it fucking comes from, but the ball goes in the basket in serendipitous ways with those two players Man. and and like it's amazing to watch sometimes and it never looks like by mistake like they know <laughs> like those guys know exactly what they're doing it's, it's, it's and it crazy. works it works yeah. and you can't even practice this shit like you know yeah it's frustrating as you know from the Knicks standpoint uh you know there were four or five Knicks hands on that ball before it got to him but like you can't practice getting that in. I mean, it, yeah, he no. missed the free throw perfectly, and then yeah, he just has this random crazy. chuck up that he. I'm gonna see him like dance after, <laughs> like 
that that was just it was awkward as fuck but it was pure jubilation and like yeah. you could tell that that was every now and then i feel like he surprises himself he surprised himself there yeah no definitely that was a that was one of the first times i'm like oh yeah he he didn't i mean he meant to do it but he didn't mean to do it like he he like that was special it was special, pure man. instinct pure yeah, pure was, just manufactured luck adrenaline man it was that was special luca is just on a crazy run right now it's it's a historic run is what it is yeah i you know i don't i don't remember the exact stat but over these past you know a few games i think it was over five games no player has ever had the stat total that he's had over this span of like 200 and some odd points uh, 60, 70, whatever it is, rebounds and, and a and a whole boatload of assists. Like nobody has ever. And and usually when you see numbers like that, the first thing you go to is like, well, Wilt had to have done it, but he's yeah. doing shit that Wilt didn't do. Yeah, that was that was the craziest part to me. Is like, not even Wilt has done it. If Wilt hasn't done it, you've done something insane. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And and to me, like, yeah, Jokic and and. Tatum will get consideration and I mean I don't I don't know that there's really much Giannis can do at this point to get consideration over them as far as MVP candidacy goes but like to me if if Luca stays healthy and keeps popping off like this as long as the Mavs are like a five seed or better you know the MVP is no question yeah I for me personally I need to see Mavs top three seed it's just we can't overlook like what Tatum is doing and what Jokic is doing. Um, we can't, but I I will say as um, you know I I watch the league, but I don't I don't watch every Celtics game. Yeah. However, on all of my fantasy basketball teams, I have Jason Tatum, so I do see that every now and then he uh, th- there are dud games from him. And I don't feel like I've seen a dud game from Luca all year. I have not seen a dud game from you, Luca. I have not. I don't think he's had one. <laughs> I mean, his dud games were probably like twenty points off of like eighteen shots or something. <laughs> yeah, like those yeah. are his bad games. <laughs> or like when they were just going off about Embiid getting a triple double the other night, and it was like with with what like fourteen points, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and whatnot. And like, at the, I feel like at this stage in the NBA. Yeah, it it you know getting a triple double is nice and all, but like looking at those numbers, it's just you're desensitized to it somewhat because you're just like, uh, that's all. Yeah, and not to jump around, but I think that's kind of what happened with um Giannis. I mean, Giannis has been putting up back to back forty point fifteen plus rebound games, and nobody really cares, like <laughs> because like that's what they cares. expect from him partially. Yeah. But I, yeah. I think um, it it's. The Bucks are weird, man, because like they're still right there, but they s- somehow do also feel a step behind. I 100% agree with you that on that. I don't know if we were going to talk about the Bucks now or later or at all, but they they're winning games, they're losing games, but they don't look dominant at all. Like they don't look good. They don't, and they're not winning games that they should be winning. Yeah, I think they lost to like 
what team did they lose to recently? It was a bad team. The Wizards, I think they lost. To yeah, the yeah, I think it was. And I, I think it was one of those Kyle Kuzma games who also had a triple-double triple the double. other night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a low score. It was like a 12, 14-point triple-double, but nonetheless. I think it was his like second career triple-double. Hey, you know, like Kuzma, Kuzma's look good this year, man. We've man. talked about this before. Like, man. I'll take him. You'll take him. Um, a lot of teams will take Kuzma right now. I mean, he's that that three and D wing, six eight, six nine can get a, can get a triple double, can get you double digit rebounds, can get you like five assists, can score the ball like crazy now. Yeah, like every every can, random th- night you'll get thirty. <laughs> there are there are nights where he can totally be your number one option, <sighs> and he can play the three, he can play the four if he has to. Like I I feel like his he, he's. A lot more versatile than he used to be. Yeah, yeah, he's you can he's definitely grown. You can see like I think he's probably like one year off from being his prime. Now the question is: is what what team is he going to be in his prime? Yeah, for? I don't think he's staying on the Wizards. I think his contract contract's up after this year. I think. Uh, I don't think he stays a, with the Wizards. That's a man. good question. Let me see if I can find that out real quick. Because I I looked at the free agency recently. Naturally, because <laughs> we yeah. need players. And Absolutely. and specifically dude, like the the like we need a small forward badly. Yeah. Every team like at this point needs like a good small forward. It's weird that I feel like um in, in a way that's like the most deficient position in the league right now. Yeah, yeah, it's like the league spread so thin with those. So he does have a player option to opt in oh, for next year, okay. but the thing is is like it's for 13 mil. And Man. dude, he's going to get more than that. Yeah, he's definitely getting more than that. <laughs> it's like yeah, Kuz is getting more than that. So it, he's not going to be on the Wizards next year, um, unless the Wizards want to pay him that. Unless they want to give him, you know, uh, I don't know what to, the Wizards are doing. I, he man. can get close to thirty a year. I feel like I think so too. And be from anywhere from like twenty to thirty. I think I think he can get that because he's never, dude. He's never averaged twenty points a season before, and he's averaging I think like almost twenty two this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so like career year as far as points go, uh, not a career year as far as rebounds go, but I feel like that's more about the team than, than yeah. Yeah. career high on assists. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, he's averaging 3.8. Um, yeah, I think that, uh, I think that he's going to be in high demand. Yeah. I mean, like I said, every, every team kind of needs that. Like he'd do good on literally any team. I think you could plug him into every team in the league and he'll be productive. Yeah. Man, just just to interrupt really quick. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell ended with 71, 8, and 11. What? Yeah. 71, <laughs> 71, eight re- or no, eight, yeah, eight rebounds and 11 assists. Insane. What's the last? Uh, is, is Booker the last 70 point game? Has to be. I don't, re- yeah, I would remember if another player scored 70. He has to be. 
That is He's wild. the seventh player in NBA history to score 70 I'm still, I'm going to go to sleep tonight and I'm going to be telling myself that deal was never even <laughs> a, a possibility anyway. <laughs> you know, it was all the media. Like, Ainge was never going to send him to the Knicks. The Knicks were never going to get him. Man. You know, there was, that was all the media. I'm going to blame the media for, for hyping me up that that was a possibility. And then I'm going to blame myself for trying to convince myself that it wasn't a good idea. And he just scored 71 points. Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge. This, this takes me back to a debate we were having. I, I want to see how you feel after this one game. You still got SGA over Donovan Mitchell? Um, <sighs> <laughs> You're thinking about it now. <laughs> it's, it's hard. But... 71 and 11 is insane. The, here's the thing is I, yes, 71 and 11 is insane. <laughs> However, insane. it is, all right, it's insane. It's against the Bulls. Not a great defensive team. Bulls have been bad this year. I can say that. Bulls have been really bad this year. Which is um, crazy. And, and like, I don't care who you are. If you're Kevin Durant, um, like you're not scoring 70 points every game. Yeah, no. So, the, he hasn't uh, even done it once. I mean, I a lot of people haven't scored. Has he even but scored 60? I don't like, think KD this, has cracked 60 yet. But yeah, so like this, to. stuff like this, you know, it's like, uh, like this season, this last season in baseball, the Yankees had, had a dude hit 62 home runs and it was in his contract year and he got fucking paid for it, you know? But yeah, like, yeah. he ain't never going to do that again. Is Donovan Mitchell ever going to score 70 points again? Probably not. So to me, like, I actually still would take SGA because I feel like SGA hasn't hit his ceiling yet. Donovan Mitchell is a phenomenal player. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I don't see how much better he's going to end up getting. And and that 70 point is just just a one-off. Whereas SGA is a better defender. He's bigger. He gets to the line more. Yeah. SGA is leading the league in free throw attempts last I checked. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and I mean, in, I feel like in today's NBA, to be a top level elite scorer, you need to be getting to the line 10 plus times every goddamn game. Look at Embiid. Yeah. Embiid, Luka. Harden. Luka. Harden, you know, they, they all get to the line. And that's always been one of my gripes about this entire Knicks roster is they don't know how to get to the line. Now, Mm. Randall's been learning how to get to the line. I don't want to say learning, but he's Randall's been better been at. Or... Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I would still go with SGA. I I feel like there's more coming from yeah. SGA, and I think that if you insert him in a team that doesn't want to tank, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I. I don't know. I, I he's he's the prototypical size, the the six six, like yo. Yeah, I I would still do SGA over Donovan Mitchell. I'm I may be you know. Yeah, I'm I'm still that, I'm still heading or leaning more towards Mitchell, just because seeing him on the Cavs, like he's becoming a better playmaker now. He's doing more than he was doing on the Jazz, which I I don't know if he was ever tasked with doing this stuff on the Jazz, but he's. He's kind of opened up his game more. I, I see him. He's he's a better playmaker now. He's still a good scorer. I think he's 
I think he's been scoring better and easier, but that might attribute to the team that he's on. I think season. some of that is the team for sure. Yeah. And, and I Garland. think, yes, that was what I was going to say is I, I think that having an almost equal inability playmaking backcourt partner has been huge for him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Garland's opened up the game, man. Because like the, there was always the rotation of other guards that have gone through um utah when he was there you know yeah. like he didn't really have a consistent backcourt partner I, I feel like half the time it was just almost a different one every season yeah <laughs> um and none of them were like near his level and now that he's paired with somebody that you know obviously mitchell's a superior player to garland but yeah garland does bring a lot to the table and like he can pop off for 50 in a night yeah i was gonna say some nights garland can have 50 and 11 like they're i love i just love those two playing together man so that that begs that begs the real question of is lebron going back to the cavaliers <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh i don't know how i will feel about that he's already done it before and he won a championship with them but but when you look at the landscape, so like obviously you know we'll we'll, we'll spend some time on the Lakers now, and yeah. and more specifically LeBron of just like what do they do? What yeah, like uh, where do they go from here as a team? Where does LeBron go from here as a legend? Like I th- I, I think they're asking themselves that question. Yeah, and I they shouldn't be is the thing. I mean, right now LeBron is playing amazing, back to back forty point games now to start the year. Um, there, the front office is playing a game right now, in my opinion. Like they're they they told LeBron and AD play better, and we'll make the trades. First, it was. Uh, we'll do it in the off season. Then it doesn't happen. Then it was twenty games into the season, still doesn't happen. Then it was play better, and we'll we'll see. They AD went crazy, broke his body down to to send a message. Still didn't happen. Now LeBron's doing the same exact thing. LeBron last eleven games have been insane. It's been 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 40, 40. 40. Like it's been insane, and it's just sad to see, man. Like they're literally wasting one of the greatest players of all time some people have him second i have him first like they're wasting the last bit of his career and i i just think they need to either trade him in this offseason trade ad this season or like i don't know do you think that there's some pettiness involved from the organization side no not at all actually i just I simply just think they don't know what they're doing. I don't think Rob Palenka is a good GM at all. They're trying to focus on the future and the present at the same time. That's why they they won't give up the picks. Which I, I think I sent you the um, I sent you the link. The Lakers have first round picks for every single year, like for like the next uh, seven or eight years. It's just the two that they don't want to give up are ones that aren't. Those are the only two that are tradable uh, before the draft. So they're just, they're doing all of this for two draft picks. Like, I just, I don't understand it. I I don't understand it at all. They have other first rounds that if the, uh, that they have with the Pelicans, you know, the Pelicans have swaps with the Lakers. Yeah. 
So they have first round draft picks for every single year. It's just obviously they don't control, like they don't control if they get them or not. But they're going to, the Pelicans can swap, but they'll still have a first round pick. So I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think it's anything petty. I just think they don't know what they're doing. They can't make a decision. Magic was right. Too many people <laughs> trying too many people trying to make decisions at once, which comes out to no decision being made. And I just I don't know how much more LeBron needs to say to them. He's already made that statement in a press conference, like he's not playing just to play. Yeah, and he's not a loser and yeah, he doesn't there, deal with loser mentality. There still has to be some trades on the table that they can actually do. There has to be. Like But so what what even would be in the best interest of LeBron? Because let, let's say they do a trade or two. <clears throat> It'll help for this season, but like, what about an ex Like, I, I feel like it is still in LeBron's best interest to get out of that shit show. I I think so too, but it's just the only team I, could, I think he should go to if he leaves is the Cavs. Like, I don't want to see LeBron in another jersey. Like, that's not the Lakers or the Cavaliers. I I just don't want to see it. I mean, he's already got kind of got that reputation. He's shaking it because he's won everywhere he's went, but I don't want to see him in another jersey. Um, the Lakers have moves. It's just they won't make them. <laughs> That's the problem here. Like they have moves. Um, I mean, even if they don't make a move this um season, they're gonna have cap space next year for role players, good role players this time, not minimums. They're gonna have cap space for good role players. Um, the only problem is LeBron will be a year older. AD will be a year older. I think you make the trade now. Whoever you trade for needs to be on the team the next season. Because even if we don't win this season, we're still going to build chemistry with the players we traded for. And we know that's how you win championships. You can have the best players in the world on your team, but if there's no chemistry, you're probably not going to win. So I'm, I'm tired of the roster changeover every single season. Trade for players that are going to be there next season. Now, question for you. If, if AD misses significant time this season, I, there's been so many conflicting reports. Uh, I know that the prognosis is decent right now, but let's say that AD does miss significant time this season and potentially significant postseason time. Let's uh, say I'm, they made like a Turner heel trade. I know yeah. that's probably your top and your favorite, but yes. can they still be a true contender with no AD but with them? I mean, no. You're not going to win a championship without AD. I think everybody's clear on that. But I think... So I'm thinking about it right now, just just realistically. AD said that his injury isn't as bad and that he's actually making a lot of progress. They're targeting mid-January, or this month, it's already January. They're targeting like maybe two or three weeks from now. If they were to make the Pacers deal, AD wouldn't even have to come back and be dominant. Like With the way LeBron's playing right now, he has them in every single game. It's just that for, the fourth quarters are bad. And it's it's obvious reasons like there's no spacing. You're playing three point guards. <laughs> uh, Thomas Bryant is your starting center to close the game. If we had Buddy Hill and Miles Turner, that start whatever without AD, we're making the playoffs. And I, I could gar I guarantee that we're making the playoffs. And I would you, agree with that. 
you slot AD into that, and he doesn't even have to be 100%. He can be 80%, but we have Miles Turner, who's one of the best defenders, big man defenders in the league. You got Buddy Hill, one of the best shooters in the league. You got LeBron playing at, like, LeBron just somehow, he does this every year. Like, he's just back playing like an MVP again. Like, I don't understand it. Nobody can understand it. It doesn't make sense, but it's happening right now. Like, I don't, I, I'm optimistic about it. If they made the trade right now, like, like it could work. It would take pressure off LeBron right now. He wouldn't even have to play like an MVP if they had Miles Turner, Buddy Hill right now. They just need shooting and size. It's so simple. <laughs> you don't even need the best players. You just need shooting and size. It is funny how they went from one of the biggest teams to, <laughs> to one of the... One small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's just... Uh, in, in literally one season, basically. Listen, man, this, this front Bring office Bring Dwight back. No, don't do that. <laughs> I don't want Dwight back. <laughs> this, this front office is terrible. Rob Palenka doesn't know what he's doing. I think he's leaned on LeBron so much and now he's trying to do things, on, or he's leaned on Clutch, I should say, so much. And now that he's trying to do it on his own, he's like, we see that he sucks. But he, he actually sucks at his job. Um, I, I don't I don't know, man. I don't get it. I don't understand how you sit back and watch LeBron playing like this and just don't do anything. I don't get it. And uh, you can't, you can't even don't. say that they're like upset with clutch because half the roster is clutch. Like <laughs> we got you all your signings. I what, honestly what do you I, want? I feel like that's uh that's one of these like Illuminati fucking things. Like I, I don't I don't think there's a huge amount of stock in that. Because it's what? bad for both. Right? Oh yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it is. The Lakers, like, they're you can see their fan base is like turning on them. I don't know. It's tough right now. Rob Palenka doesn't know what he's doing. LeBron's playing like MVP right now. AD will be back this month. Russ, I, I like how Russ has been playing off the bench, but like, get him out of here for some more size and shooting yeah i mean he's not he, he's not worth the 40 whatever mil he's getting yeah like trade the picks man we like you can trade those two picks and still have first rounds for like over the next 10 years i don't understand the issue i don't but i'm not a gm i don't have to worry about the future so it is what it is man i mean when you have a 38 uh, year old on your roster the future is not uh, the greatest of concern. He's playing like an MVP, man. And then yeah, you know, know, you know, another thing too that Rob Palenka is doing. If you if you're really gonna upset LeBron and go out like this, like think about the the um, ramifications of this. Ninety percent of the roster is clutch. A lot of the league is clutch now. He's gonna ruin the relationship with clutch, and yeah. I mean, I, I don't. It doesn't take rocket science to like put two and two together. You don't have a relationship. You and things bad with LeBron and Clutch. You're probably not going to get that many free agents in the future. It's a possibility. Let's uh, <laughs> let's take a quick break here, and then uh, we'll pick back up in a minute. All right. All right, and we are back. So we've uh, we've talked a little bit about. What's going down on the West Coast? Let's uh, let's bounce over to the East Coast here. Um, the Knicks, man, I, they had the run. Yeah, they, they were playing good <laughs> basketball. I mean, it, really, what derailed that for the most part has been the injuries. But like, 
and and you you asked me this of like do i believe no oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no <laughs> just simply answer your question no <laughs> because dude this is this is a league run by stars and we have zero yeah but that i see now like that's all you guys are really missing i i like the core that yeah there can there can be some pieces moving but you guys have a nice core what the the core yeah i'll I'll say is kind of there um but but i don't view any of the players that we have on our roster as stars um i i think the most potential to turn into one is probably brunson at this point because mm-hmm. he's still super young dude like you know i, yeah. I know that he's he's still young he could still turn into one and then the closest player that we have to actually currently being a star is randall but yeah. i yeah. i just don't see randall you know fully fully reaching that and to me like that what what frustrates me the most about the knicks and pretty much all of their players is that there is zero consistency <laughs> you know iq can drop 30 points in a night but then he's going to drop three the next game and and go you know one for 20 from three so like that that's the kind of shit that really is is bothering me and and i i'm still not really on board entirely with the the fire tib shit mm-hmm. um yes there there are issues and yes a meltdown like what happened against the mavericks you can blame on the coach but like i already said there were like eight nick hands on that goddamn ball before it got to luca so like i'm not gonna blame tibbs for that yeah um and i and i uh, think knowing how tibbs has been coaching them like i actually think some of the things that really start to lose them this game really doesn't have to do with tibbs usually when when we start to head down a really bad road it's it'll be like randall trying to play too much iso ball and i know tibbs hates that (laughs) yeah that's always been his problem too so like i'm not gonna blame tibbs for that either so i'm not saying that tibbs is the problem you know the front office i'm not thrilled with um you know if if there's anything to be believed about the possibility of the donovan mitchell trade then you know yeah that's on the front office because if if it theoretically could have gotten done for grimes and Toppin and rj and and five picks or whatever the hell that supposed uh like was more or less agreed upon but the knicks backed out offer like looking at it now that would have been stupid not to do um yeah so either they're stupid or inept and i mean that's really the same thing at the end of the day to me and it it just sucks um it seems like they're so afraid to like make a move that could potentially like help or or potentially hurt them in the future I, yeah, and I feel like they're waiting for this this like golden egg to drop from yeah. the sky in their laps <laughs> of like yep. uh like Luka Doncic comes mm-hmm. out and magically says in public that I want to be a New York like that's mm-hmm. what they that's what I feel like they're waiting for. Yeah. You know, uh, and and that usually just doesn't happen. 
And especially if you look at a lot of these, you know, quote unquote, disgruntled stars lately, how many of them have actually ended up on teams that they actually that they wanted to be on? Uh, Obviously, Donovan Mitchell is not upset about being on the Cavs, but he wanted to go to the Knicks. He wanted to go to the Knicks. Yeah, I, I would say I only know one time and that's AD to the Lakers. Other than that, like. I don't know another team or a time a player was traded to a team he actually wanted to go to. Harden, I guess, with the Sixers. Um. Oh, oh yeah, he forced his way there. Yeah, that's true. And and now he wants to go back to Houston. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I don't believe that report, man. There's no way he actually wants to go back there. I don't believe it either. The only way that I would have believed it is if D'Antoni, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but but he's not. And no, he's yeah, and he's James Harden is a hundred percent aware that he's not that guy anymore. He he literally said, I've done everything in this league except win a championship. So I don't see him putting himself in a position where he literally can't win a championship. Because if he goes back, he's he'll be there alone. Unless they make some crazy trades, but what's that gonna get you like one other star? I mean, unless unless they end up with uh uh Wemby, I mean, he's <laughs> nah, still not winning a championship with him. <laughs> no, probably not. I think James Harden is in the best place right now. I think this is his best chance to win a championship because I, I don't see him. I don't know where he could go. Uh, you got MB. That is a tough one. Maxi, they can still make moves in the before the trade deadline for something big. Because they got Tobias Harris, they can trade. Maxi's only getting better every year, so I don't know. I mean, if if you look around the league at teams that could use a point guard of his playmaking ability, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it would be unfair, but but Boston, Man, that'd be insane. But you know, yeah. like he would he would fill a really nice hole there. Because, yeah, I mean, no. Marcus Smart is obviously an amazing defender. Uh, Harden, I actually feel like, is an underrated defender. Yeah. Um, and also, the Celtics have, like, they play team defense. Like, they just, they're on a string together. So, you can, pl- you can plug in anybody, honestly. If, if I recall, like, I feel like I saw some random stat maybe last year or something. Like, Harden's one of the best post-up defenders in mm-hmm. the league or some yep. shit like that. Yeah, that was true. Yep. So... You know, like I, I could see, I could see that doing something, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there are teams he could go to, obviously, and they would be instant like finals. But realistically, I guess the money would have to work, so it kind of limits a lot of places he can go to. Yeah, and he also, um, I mean, I know there was that thing where he was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll take a pay cut to to be on the Sixers and everything, and whatnot," yeah. but like. I don't actually, know how much I don't know how much I believe that for a long term thing. You know, well, you know, like overall, he didn't actually take that. He didn't actually really take a pay cut. Like he took a pay cut for like one year, but overall, I think he was still getting more. I forgot. Well, somebody explained like his deal, and it actually wasn't like as much of a sacrifice as he they made it seem. <laughs> like it was pretty funny when they broke it down. But yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, so speaking of of point guards ending up on. Uh, other teams, Trey Young. Um, oh man, that's a uh, first off to to loop it back to the Knicks. 
you know, that that's not the golden egg falling out of the sky for them. <laughs> that's damn sure. He ain't going to the garden. The oh, garden man. is not accepting him. And and honestly, like that would be so weird. <laughs> it it would, and it just wouldn't work. Him and Brunson would not work. Too small. I wouldn't want to see it. Yeah. And I just uh so like where first off, is this even real? Let let's start with that before we waste our time of just yeah. like it is half of what we heard about him potentially wanting out and the issues with the coach. I mean, obviously it's partially somewhat real because of the fact that he sat some games yeah. for literally no reason. Um, so, so I guess some of it has to be real, but yeah, I, I 100% think it's real. I don't know where it's coming from, but we have to remember Trey is signed to clutch. Um, I'm more inclined to think that it's not come that that news is not coming from his end simply because DeJounte Murray is also signed to clutch. And I, I feel like they were brought together through that mutual agency and also just familiarity with each other. So I don't, I don't see why clutch would go out of their way to like try to break that up. I don't think they would try to go out of their way to break it up, but I, I, I would be willing to bet that there's been some personal frustration over the fact that it hasn't quite worked out like either of them probably expected. Yeah, no, I, and I mean, we talked about this. I was definitely big on those two. I thought they were going to be like top four seed destroying everybody. <laughs> like I thought it would look way different than this, but yeah. I don't, Funny I, thing is, is like they, the, those two are very good playmakers yeah. and you know, they'll both get 10 assists a, a game. But yet at the same time, it still feels like a bunch of individuals on yep. a team. Yep. And yeah, it, there, I, there's it doesn't something. make sense. There's something. It's it's a chemistry thing. I think you just know that um there was another report that came out saying like nobody in their locker room is really happy, or most of the locker room is not really happy with Trey. The coach isn't happy with Trey. There's there's definitely something there chemistry wise that's messing up the team. Kind of similar to what the Bulls are going through. There's something there. We just got to keep our eye on it, really. But I don't know. I it'd be tough. I can't make, see. I don't make, think he's gonna be traded. You no, know, they should make a swap. They they should do like Levine for Trey. <laughs> hey man, that would actually work out for both teams. That's what I'm. That's what that I'm would saying. actually work for both teams. Like I don't know why yeah. that just came to me, but and that's clutch and clutch too. <laughs> I, it would make sense. Yeah. It, it would not only would it work for both teams, but it work for both players. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's a good. That's a good one. I have to see that. Somebody got to float that out there somewhere. Because I mean, is Lon, where is Lonzo? <laughs> like, come on, man. This it sucks, man. Another injury like prone player, man. It sucks. But I think some of the chemistry issue with um, with the Hawks kind of stems from the front office. Because like, how, how long have we heard, heard that they've been shopping pretty much both uh, John Collins and Clint Capella? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and yeah. they're like two really important people on that team. Yeah. And I don't even know. I don't know why. I mean... The only trade that I've seen that has been floated out there that I would I would do immediately is like a John Collins for Kuzma. Like I would do that immediately. But 
from from the perspective of which team? Uh, probably both. Like, if the Wizards don't, well, it depends. If the Wizards don't want to pay Kuzma, then yeah, I'm I'm shipping him to um Atlanta. And if I'm Atlanta, like I want Kuzma because that's the type of wing that you want. I would prefer him over John Collins. Like John Collins is a great rebounder, kind of gets canceled out by Clint Capella. John Collins isn't as good of a shooter or he's not a three-level scorer the way Kuzma is. So I think it's an easy swap, but I don't know. Well, and, and but, you know, Collins is getting the money that I would expect Kuzma to get. Maybe mm, even a little bit okay. less. So, like, if they don't want to pay Kuzma, then why would they bring in John Collins? To me, that's the, true. You know, the, the John Collins trade that made kind of sense was was the Nets, um, sending him up there, and then you know, shipping off uh, like Joe Harris and and a couple of the young guys. And yeah, I think you know, I remember. I, that. I think that was floated around for a bit. That I feel like could work for both teams yeah, that works for both. the other the issue with the hawks is that their bench isn't very good mm-hmm. so like that would give them some solid bench pieces um and i mean you 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 put john collins with katie and Kyrie. Just, yeah. yeah i mean nasty yeah that trade works for both of them i don't yeah i don't know though i don't know what's going on with the hawks i was very high on them now they just look like they're not a bad team. They just they're not even a playing team right now is the weird yeah. part. Yeah, it's it's a I think it's chemistry related though, because they have the talent, man. Like you look at that roster, don't there it just doesn't seem like it's not supposed to be working. <laughs> like it seems like it should be working, but I don't I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, I mean it, that's they are in the same position of the Bulls of just like it should work, but it's yeah. not. Yeah. I, I think um you probably and seen the, the reports. <laughs> oh right, yeah. <laughs> well, I that one was tough. Yeah, uh, that, wait, that, all right. That doesn't fit under should work. Of that fits under like gigantic experiment that has gone really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Like spacing matters in the in the NBA, like one hundred percent. Um, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. Uh, unless they plan on trading cat. Then it makes all the sense in the world. And and then that's one of those golden eggs that I would very much want the Knicks to chase. <laughs> He's from Jersey. Yeah. They trade Cat and it all makes sense. I mean, not really, because why the hell would you trade for uh why would you trade for him? But I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a question mark. I, I guess another question mark is Pelicans, man. Like Zion just went down, but before that happened, I mean, they were more or less the best team in the West. Man, they were on a tear. Zion was leading them to big wins. Um, CJ McCollum has been playing amazing as well. It, it's it's crazy. Out, we're seeing like CJ uh, shift into like a Kind of what Drew did for the Bucks, like he's a two guard, but he's been playmaking a lot for this team. And I've seen Drew do the same exact thing with the Bucks. Um, but and you you forget that CJ can go off for forty points like anytime he wants. So he just plays very very 
complimentary basketball. I feel yeah. like he, he has high basketball IQ and he knows, I mean, I loved his quote about, you know, give Zion the ball and get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that one. So like he just, he knows what the moment needs and doesn't try to push for more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love what they're doing, man. I, they got Jonas Valanciunas, who's like the perfect center for, um, for Zion. You got a stretch big. He's like seven feet, can shoot the three, can get you 10 plus rebounds every night. Uh, still no Ingram. Like Ingram hasn't played in I don't know how long. And they're winning. They're number one seed without him. So once he comes back, I mean, I don't want to throw him in. A, I'm not going to throw him into the finals. Uh, yeah, that's, second that's round. a lofty thing for them. It, the thing is, though, the West is just so wide open. Like, <laughs> like anybody can go to the finals. Uh, it's, I don't know. I could see, I could see the Pelicans. Yeah, but the for them to go to the finals, I feel like they'd either they they'll have to go through Denver or they can beat Denver if if healthy. I should say I have to. You have to say that with certain teams now. If healthy. I think the Pelicans beat the Nuggets in a seven-game series. Okay, so who, out of these two teams, who is the better team? Grizzlies or Pelicans? Pelicans. And the big caveat there is health. Health, yeah, yeah. Both Brandon Ingram and Zion. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that realistically probably not going to make it that far because of that but if healthy i could see them they're they're better than the grizzlies they're better than the um nuggets honestly they're they're better than a lot of teams when healthy i mean to be honest as basketball fans i feel like we we need postseason zion i need to see it um, i mean have we ever seen it <laughs> no jesus christ no <laughs> i mean the the NCAA tournament was, was the, <laughs> the postseason Zion that we've gotten so far. So <laughs> haven't seen Zion in a postseason as dominant as he is. That's crazy. Yeah, that I, crazy. I, you know, I'm curious now. I'll look at something. Uh, 15 games is what BI has played this season. Jeez, he's missed a lot, man. I don't even know his injuries. But, I, but let's let's talk about let's talk about the player health shit. Like, all right, so this year 15 games. Last year 55. The year before that, 61, 62, 52. Wait, this 59. is Ingram? Ingram. Oh wow. I didn't know it was that bad. I would have never known that. Man, he's missed a lot of games. And so is Lonzo. <laughs> talk about that AD trade. <laughs> yeah. It looks. It's, it seems like it would have been the same thing either way. Yeah, That's I mean, crazy. Yeah, looking at looking at some of it, it's toe. By the way, apparently, man, that's tough. Man, health is health is big. I mean, and, and it happens every year, man. It comes down to who's yeah. the healthiest. Is yeah. is what I really feel like. We could be sitting here and. You know the the finals coming out of the West, for all we know, could could be the Kings because they're the healthiest <laughs> goddamn team. You yeah, know, like that is true. <laughs> yeah, man. The the West is wide open. You know what? I'm just pushing for Luca, man. I'm just gonna push for Luca. 
Oh, Everybody gets without injured. a doubt. Luka makes the finals without a doubt. Uh, he wins his first championship over the Nets. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh! That's that's some um, good watching right there. I'm looking at the standings right now. The the Nets are on a 12 game win streak. Let's talk about that, dude. I I told you. <laughs> I think they're gonna make it to 15. Oh man, let me see their next three games. Talk about a turnaround of a season. So they they've got Bulls, Pelicans now, and Pelicans. So when I said fifteen, to me I was like, okay, the first possible loss they could have would be Pelicans. But like now Zion's without injured. Zion, <laughs> oh man, I I I take that back. So yeah, after that, their next loss to me would have been the Celtics, which would Celtics have been oh, yeah. yeah. So I I think that's that. They're on 12, so Bulls would be 13, Pelicans 14, Heat wow. 15. So they could make it to 15 before they play the Celtics. Yeah. And then after the Celtics, that's three more winnable games. Like they're, yeah, they're, they might end January the number one seed. Dude, they could be the number one seed in like a week. Yeah. They're one game back from the Celtics. Who have been kind of up and down lately, and still and great. It's but. who they play in four games, so yeah. they they could be they could be number one seed in a week. I don't know what what Boston schedule looks like. Yeah, so they got OKC, Mavericks, um, Spurs, Bulls, Pels, and then the Nets. So they play more games before, and really, I mean the Mavs. The Mavs are the only one that. So we, you know what? We may get a finals preview game. Man, Mavs Celtics. I, that's one of the games I've been looking forward to seeing. I I, I need to see the Celtics, but I, I hope both teams are healthy. Celtics and um, Nets, January twelfth. I need to see that game. I just kind of want to see where, because Boston just looks so much better than everybody else. But Celt or the Nets are. They're on a crazy run right now. Katie and Kyrie are look unstoppable. Uh, ben Simmons is playing his role every single game like I thought he would. Well, and and see, that's to me that, uh, again, with the Nets, it's the same thing with the other players of like health. Katie has been playing a lot. Yeah. And we've seen this a few years ago. Played, what, probably the most minutes in the, in the league. Got to the finals, or no, got to the playoffs, I'm sorry, and just got ran down. Yeah, so that's, you know, even more of a reason to bring in somebody like John Collins, just take mm-hmm. a little bit of the weight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, they're a player away from just being a lock. Um, yes, I would say from a lock. As is right now, they could still be in the finals, so they could still win the chip. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't see any reason why they couldn't. It just it's health to me of just like as long as they don't run out of steam and as long as they're healthy. Yeah, one hundred percent. My my East prediction for the finals is looking good right now. Celtics or not Celtics? I'm sorry. Uh, Nets. I had Nets Lakers like an idiot, but yeah. <laughs> half of that is looking good yeah. right now. 
Yeah. Lakers, make a move, man. Just make a move. I mean, my East could still, I mean, mine was Bucks Warriors. So w- both of us are in play for the East and not in play at all in the West. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, for all the, for as bad as the Bucks have looked, I still think they're one of those, they've won a championship already. They're one of those teams. Oh, with, with the health of Middleton and whatnot, yeah. like yes, like I, I, there's no ruling the Bucks out yet. Yeah, but I think they can just hit a switch and look dominant again. I think right now they're they're coasting, and I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm waiting for the playoffs. I think they they can hit another. They just turn a switch. In. I think they will. I mean, if you think about it, out of like pretty much all the teams in the NBA over the last three seasons or so they have the most consistent deep playoff mm-hmm. experience yep. so like they know how to get there and the and the team is barely different over that time yeah, frame either. So the same team so, so like the team. they know how to get there and they know how to win once they're there so like i honestly don't even think they'd give a shit if they were the three seed you know yeah yeah i they just they gotta get middleton healthy man he has to be 100 percent, or they don't uh, make it to the finals 100% because we we know we know what that leads to essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. East, is, tough, East and West are interesting in, in different ways. I think they're interesting in the same way. Like, all right, let's let's look at the uh the standings really quick for the East. The Pacers are in the playoffs right now. The Heat are the eighth seed. The Hawks are the ninth seed. The Bulls are the eleventh seed. Like the Bulls why, should be in the why playoffs you gotta, right now. Why you got to skip over the Knicks, man? Oh, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I say that. I say that to say, the Pacers should not be in the playoffs right now. It's like the Hawks should be in the playoffs. The Bulls should be in the playoffs. Uh, I guess if I had to kick out two teams, it would be the Knicks and the Pacers. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's it. Look, they look weird. And then if you go to the West. Trailblazers started out number one seed. They're out of the playoffs right now. The Kings. The Kings are, yeah, the Kings are in the playoffs right now. Uh, you know what? I guess other than that, like, it doesn't look that bad. Suns are the seventh seed. Warriors are eighth seed. Warriors are actually winning games without Steph Curry. I'm jealous. You can barely win without AD. They're currently thrashing the Hawks right now, 58 to 41. Uh, but but see if you if you look at the teams that would be either like bottom play in or not in the playoffs in the West, like none of those teams belong in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, no, that's b- true. Below the Warriors, I don't think any of those teams b- belong in the playoffs. No, you're 100 percent right about that. Whereas, like, when you look in the East, you can still say the Bulls... The, the Raptors have played some really nice games this season. Do I think they belong in, in the playoffs, especially in the East? And eh, maybe not, but, like... Yeah, no. I, I don't know. They're they wouldn't shock me if they, if they worked their way up to a play-in spot. I don't know how much... Um, <laughs> it's funny. It's off on a tangent. I don't know how much or how many Raptors games you watch. They're, have you seen their starting lineups? I mean... I, I haven't watched much. I, I watched enough to watch Spicy P drop 50 on the Knicks. Oh, oh yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> no, but their starting lineups are like hilarious now. They're, they don't start point guards. Their starting lineup is like small forwards and power forwards in a center. 
Like they start Scotty, they started Scotty Barnes at the point guard position a few times now. It it's something fun to watch. I would encourage you like check check some of their games out. It's pretty fun to watch. Like and this could be why they're losing. Like they're not starting. I was, point I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say like fun to watch and winning games are, are sometimes yeah. two different things. It's it's an experiment though. It's it's fun to watch from like an experiment standpoint. Like we we haven't seen this. Like they're they're starting Scotty Barnes at the point guard position some games Gary Trent at the two Ananobi at the three Siakam at the four and then somebody at the five a center and it, it's just fun like I don't know it's something I, that I, I do would try need to coach. watch some Raptors games because I, I remember reading that there is supposedly some interest in Ananobi from the Knicks Ananobi's man that's one of my favorite role players uh, but, but that's the thing is that's what he is and He's also not like the most consistent guy in the world either. Yeah, that's true. I think their team is just full of role players at this point. Not only that, now that I'm looking at some of his splits, like he played 48 games last season, 43 games the season before. So like health is also an issue. Yeah, he's one of those guys. He's uh, very health, injury prone. Yes. Young too, though. That's the thing that sucks about it. I want to stay away from injury prone <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Same here. So I meant so I'll trade trade the entire goddamn team, trade half the city, dude. Trade some of the baseball players and just give me Luca, <laughs> please. Right. <laughs> oh man. I, I do want to start a segment. Um I don't know how much we've talked about this guy, but uh I don't even know what this segment would be, but this is one of my favorite guys to watch that is like not a star but i honestly i think he's on the edge um top five point guard in the league i'm willing to say that and Best, not a star yeah not a star well, not a star but top five point guard in the league it's tough he's in the east so maybe he could pop, possibly make it but i doubt all right, it. No, no, but, all right all right so now now i feel like i gotta guess this you want to guess okay I'll, I'll give you one more hint He's okay. leading the league in assists right now. <laughs> leading the league in assists. He's in the East. In the East. Not not a not, not a star. Top five point guard, not a star. All the things that you just named to me would indicate star. I know. You would think. And it, it so it's possible for him to make it, but I just but, don't think but, he will because of his name. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> young, young player, or yes. like, yep. How young are we talking? Like, twenty-two young? years old. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm like literally going through the starting point guard of every team <laughs> in the East through my head. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be Halliburton. Yes, yes, yeah. All right, <laughs> you got it. All right. You got it. All right. Tyrese Halliburton has been lighting up teams, man. Like this this guy is the I'm willing to go out on a limb and say like he's top three. Like if we're talking pure point guards, pure playmaker, top three in the league. Uh top top three in the league. Ooh, I'm that, I'm doing to, it. All right. I'm doing it. I'm as doing it. as pure playmaker, so pure top playmaker. Three. Top three. three in the league. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let me. Let me. That's that's because I top mean five, you got five, you got Luca, you got top Harden, five. like Luca Harden, 
I think he's better. I think he's a better playmaker than Trey right now. I think he's a better playmaker than Trey. Man. I'm I'm talking about a, this guy is consistently, consistently like getting more than like, he's going to get you more than six or seven. I mean, he's averaging ten assists. He's leading the league in assists right now. He's averaging like ten a game. But hey, uh, if you recall, we drafted Obi Toppin instead of well you could you guys gonna have Halliburton? oh yeah. my god i hate the knicks i think that's what <laughs> I, it was i hate the Knicks. <laughs> i it, you wouldn't even I, need brunson if you had Halliburton, dude i think that's what it was if i recall you wouldn't even i feel need like brunson here let me let me pull up that draft because it was 2020 draft yeah so tyrese Halliburton oh, went 12 to the kings and we at eight picked Obi Toppin. Jesus Christ. So let's right. l- let's look at the other teams that whiffed on him. So I mean you can't can't hate on Anthony Edwards. Yeah, no, that's that's a good pick. Wiseman, LaMelo. I mean, you can hate on Wiseman, but like we didn't know he was gonna be this bad. But but we also like what what is Halliburton gonna be on on the, the Warriors? I just don't um mm. Killian Hayes. Yeah. Uh Isaac Okoro. Oh man, he's better than these guys. Like I don't know what the Jalen league is doing. Smith. I don't know what the league is. Devin doing. Vassell. Yeah, better than both of them. Yeah. I he I just I watched the uh, Pacers and Clippers a couple of days ago. Completely took over the fourth quarter and dismantled Kawhi and Paul George and the Clippers. Not I'm not going to say by itself because Miles Turner did have like 34, but that fourth quarter. Tyrese Halliburton is a mastermind, man. Like he, he's. I can't say he's the best point guard in the league. I can't say he's the best playmaker, but it's just no. I mean, he's he can get you. I th- I think he had a game where he had like 18, 15 assists. Like James Harden is probably the only other person I've seen do that this season. All right, so this guy's twenty two. So, from uh, in comparing him to someone from his draft, who? Who would you say is the better point guard? Lamella uh, or Halliburton? Man, that's that is tough. And I I can't really I can't do it right now because I'm biased. Like I'm gonna say Halliburton because I've been watching like a lot of Pacers games just simply because of him and also because of other reasons. <laughs> because <laughs> you're scatting. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been watching him. Well, also he's he's been one of my favorite uh young guys, but just watching him up close, man. Like, I don't know. His, his playmaking is special. Lamelo's is also special too, though. So it, it's tough to debate between those two. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to debate. I think that was also the the Tyrese Maxi draft class as well. Ooh, Maxi, man. Um, Sadiq Bay. I like it. that draft class. <laughs> I See, like the, that class. The, towards the top end, though, there there was not. I don't know. Just there's some question marks there. Yeah. Desmond yeah. Bain. Ooh, that's another good one. That was not a bad draft class. Yeah, I don't know. We got we got to show Tyrese Halliburton some more love, man. He's got to get some more love. I know he plays for the Pacers, but got to see it. Must watch. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that's all we got for a intro into 2023. Now, um, love it. So good. Yeah, it feels it, good to be back, man. <laughs> it does. It does. 
you know, it feels good for my team to be technically a playoff team right now. <laughs> hey, um, uh, as of today, the Lakers have won two in a row. Um, we're 500 without AD. So I'll take that. Um, Thomas Bryant has been playing out of his mind. Uh, getting like 20 and 19 rebound games. LeBron's playing like MVP. We're, we're doing something. I don't know what we're doing, but we're doing something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, no, just, hopefully, hopefully the next time we speak, it, that'll be a little bit something more. Yeah, man. and we will. We we promise we will be here more. We're gonna we're gonna pick this up this year, so you guys will be hearing from us more. Twenty twenty three, man. We're gonna make it happen. Yep. All right. Thank y'all. Out.